Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. And you are in for another treat this week. Now, if you listened to last week's podcast episode all about sales strategy, you know that I gave you a front seat access to one of my recent mastermind coaching calls. So you could hear firsthand what happens behind the curtain. And today I am doing the same again. I am giving you access to one of my recent mastermind coaching calls where we dive deep into content strategies. Now, normally these calls are only behind a paywall. You have to be a member of my mastermind access, but I wanted to give you a peek today to get your wheels turning on how you can start making some shifts and really be thinking smarter when it comes to your content in 2023 and beyond. And with that, it also lends to this idea of visibility. And that is where I am diving deep this month with a brand new free visibility bootcamp. I would love to have you. You can go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to get all of the details. Everything starts on March 20th. Again, it's completely free to join, but this visibility bootcamp is gonna be perfect for you if you are ready to build a seven-figure launch formula on automation while growing your reach in just five days. So I think this is really for the person that if you're feeling like no matter how many offers you create and how many sales you make, you're not consistently hitting your dream money goals. If you feel like it's a struggle to get people consistently invested in what you offer, if you feel like there's a worry there about losing your audience. If Instagram goes away or it changes, so do your customers because you don't have them in a system where you can engage with them without Instagram. If you feel like your sales currently rely heavily on you constantly promoting yourself, you launching every single month, you having to launch multiple times a month, you having to physically, manually be somewhere live in order to make money, you're going to want to come to this bootcamp to learn how to finally automate a process that creates recurring revenue. Now, this is the same process that I have used since 2016 and refined and scaled over the years to create a multi seven figure business. And that is what I want to help you do. Let's refine your offer. Let's elevate that systems. Let's call in a higher level buyer who is excited and ready to invest with you. And let's most importantly help you make money while you sleep. So if you are ready for this, you're going to want to go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to save your free seat. And again, I want to say this bootcamp is not going to be fluffy. You don't have to show up live anywhere. It's not like I'm going to be putting you in a Facebook group and you have to listen to an hour long video. I'm going to be sending you very quick 15 to 20 minute assignments each day in your inbox. You can listen to them anytime and really giving you the simple strategies that you can implement as you go. This is about progress, not perfection. You can take the action, refine later. This is about getting you to that next level phase in your work, in the people you serve, and in your earning potential. So if that is something that you want, go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to sign up for that. And we can go ahead and get started a little bit with our content strategy deep dive today on the podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. So 
I'm excited to dive in today because I want to talk about um, I want to talk about something that's super important when it comes to visibility and scaling, and that is content. And I'm going to be diving into um, some some key points to this um, because there's I, I just think it's important um, as we go into 2023 and beyond, um, and then um, just kind of giving you guys some insights on on how I how I'm seeing it uh, anyways, because I, content is so critical and crucial to success. And we know that. So I have a handful of things that we're going to go through and talk about. And the goal for you, I think, is just to take a step back and really think about how you show up, how you're creating content, how you're delivering value, and how you're building your audience and where there is opportunity for you to improve. And I think that whenever there's content conversations, if there's people out there that if you've been creating content for a long time, your initial thing is like, your brain just wants to tune out. You're like, oh, content, like that's my thing. Like I've got it, right? Like I don't, but this is about like, how are we improving the quality of the content? And really remembering, I think the one thing that you can really implement because that's really where the results lie. It's not just the information, but it's the implementation of the improvement piece. Does that make sense? So let's dive in. The first thing is this idea of using your content to convert into buyers, right? That's what everybody wants to do. But one thing that you have to get really clear on is understanding that in order for that to happen, your goal with content creation has to actually come way before that. Um, and it has to be this goal of consistency. Like, you know, the actual conversion of sales and new customers that you can directly correlate to the content that you're creating. And when I say content, what I mean is podcasts, videos, YouTube channels, social media, any place that you're creating valuable free content that you're releasing it and you're putting it out there on a consistent basis. And it is building an audience. And it is building trust and it's building relationships for you. And so that is the thing that we have to get really clear on is understanding that with that consistency piece, how is that consistently helping us actually convert into sales? So the goal with content is consistency. And I think the biggest thing that I think is so hard for people to wrap their minds around is that so much of marketing, right? You, you can have a direct correlation in the KPIs that you track, right? So it's like the, the key performance indicators. You've got 100 leads and two of them bought your offer. Um, you know, they were $100 each. You got 15 leads, whatever, right? Like you can, you can track with that data. Hello, friend. Just wanted to pop in really quick to make sure that you knew about my brand new visibility bootcamp starting on March 20th. Now you can go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to get all of the details, but this is perfect for you if you are ready to build a seven-figure launch formula while growing your reach in just five days. Now, in our short but actionable time together, we're going to be working on helping you call in a higher-level buyer who is excited and ready to work with you, helping you double or triple your monthly revenue, and start scaling your visibility and offers so you can finally automate your launch strategy and make money while you sleep. This is all about helping you refine your systems and you're launching. I'm going to make it super easy for you. You're going to get 10 to 20 minute tutorial walkthroughs in your inbox each day. You don't have to show up live anywhere, making it really easy for you to get to that next level. And so this is perfect for you. If you do feel like 
there is a next level phase for you and your work and the people that you serve. You're tired of having to constantly show up to launch to make money, and you're ready to set up some new processes and systems so you can finally automate and get that recurring revenue that you're looking for. All you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to get all of the details and to save your free seat. I will see you there. What happens with content creation is that you don't get the KPIs. You don't get the data because it is impossible, at least today on February 21st in 2023, it is impossible for us to fully see how somebody reacted when they reacted, when they watched the content, right? Like unless we're there with them in person, we don't see that. And so it's hard to correlate a lot of times those things. Um, if someone's scrolling your feed and they saw a clip of you and then they went to watch your YouTube video or listen to your podcast, you don't really know the exact journey that they're going to go on to eventually becoming a buyer. Now, we could try to ask them, but that's manual, right? There's no tracking or data really for this when it comes to content creation. And so therefore, I think the only thing that we can focus on and control of and be, stay in control of and what the goal needs to be is that consistency piece. Because I believe that if you show up consistently this year and you just make your goal, like the number one thing you want to do is you want to show up consistently and you want to create content that is good, people would pay for it. It's going to start to stand out and it's going to give people the, the takeaways. It's going to give them the actions. It's going to make a difference in your life. If that's your goal and you're like, okay, I'm going to wake up every single day, every single week, you will make progress. I know that you will, period, end of story. But it has to be that, like, what is that valuable piece for you? What is going to be that piece that someone would, it, the content, it, the free content is so good that people would actually pay for it. That's how valuable the free content should be. That it's gonna stand out. It's gonna give people those key takeaways to that they wanna keep coming back for more. So that's really the first piece to it. And the next thing is that you want to make sure that you create focus within the content that you create. And this is another, I think, big mistake that sometimes people make is that they know they need to make content. They know that they need to show up. They know that they need, they need to be consistent, but they oftentimes get really overwhelmed and try to be on every single platform or on multiple platforms and they don't have a team and then they burn themselves out. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. 
Make sure to follow This Is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This Is Small Business for sponsoring the show. You know, or they try to like create YouTube videos and then turn that into a podcast and then post every single day. And then, you know, it just, it comes into this whole haywire thing. And so what I think is the understanding piece of that is when you're focusing on your content, just choose one platform. Choose one platform to grow this year. And if that is one for you, what would that be for you? And you could even like write this in the chat, think about it yourself. But if you're just going to focus this year on one platform and you need to ask yourself, that answer should be based on where are your people? (laughs) Where are your people hanging out? That's the one that you should focus on growing. Where are they consuming content? There are some people that really love podcasts. There's others who really love video. Therefore, YouTube would be a better match. So which one is better for your people? Which one is better for you to create content and show up authentically and confidently? And then which one are you going to be consistent on that you're going to go all in on? And then with that, it's about creating focus within a few content topics. And you could pick one, two, three. I think you don't want to really kind of go outside. You, you kind of have three core content topics. I'll share more in just a minute. But I wouldn't want to go outside of like three. And I've talked about this before. But I think that people also make a huge mistake is that they'll start to create content, but then they'll start to kind of venture out of what the core content topics are. And then it starts to become really random. And so they're like, okay, well, today I feel like talking about this. And then tomorrow I feel like talking about this. And sometimes I'll see entrepreneurs do this. Well, all of a sudden they're talking about different things and they're talking to multiple like ideal buyers and they're talking about multiple problems and they're sharing personal development stuff and then leadership. And then they're talking about their skill set, and then they're talking about the market. And it's, it's so scattered. And so I believe that 90% of the time, if someone fell upon your content, scrolling your feed, whenever they see a video, a podcast, a post, they should know exactly what you do. And a great little test that you can do. And I was actually doing this the other day with, um, with another client in Boxer because she was like having the hardest time, like figuring out why her messaging wasn't landing. And I went to her Instagram and I went through her first, her last 10 posts that she posted. And I just said, I have no idea what you do, who you are and what you're offering. And it's not that the content's not bad. Her content is great, but it's just like airy fairy, like there's no anchor. And so do that with yourself. Like go back to the last 10 pieces of content that you've put out and said, if I came to this page today, would I know exactly who I am, what I offer, who I serve, and why it matters? And if you don't get a definitive yes on all of those things, we need to get more streamlined with what it is that you're talking about, with those topics, with those pillars. And it doesn't need to be all the time, right? And I'll talk about that in a minute. But 90% of the time, if somebody fell upon your content, they should know what problem you solve, who you are, what you do. And if there's any confusion about that, then there's an issue. Now, I do think there's a percentage, like 5 to 10%, right, of leeway here of the fact that when you are growing an audience, you know, sharing personal things, sharing behind the scenes, sharing things that aren't directly related to the problem you solve, 
it helps build relationships with your audience. It helps create the know, like, and trust. It helps create story and the connection. And that's why sometimes you'll see me often on my podcast. I try like 10% of the time. I'll have an episode that's more on my own development, my own leadership, um, mistakes I've made, things that I'm changing in my business. And the reason is, is because A, I just enjoy sharing that and, and I enjoy helping people learn from that angle. And I try to lean into what feels aligned for me. But most importantly, it helps people build trust with me. It helps people know me. It helps people know my company, um, what I stand for, my values. So the next thing that you can do if you don't have this for yourself is ask yourself, what are those three content types for you? What are those three content pillars for you? What are those three things that are your anchor pieces that you just keep coming back to over and over and over again? And you can also think of these as like categories, right? Or buckets, but they should be topics. They should be things that you are going to bucket your content in that, that help keep you focused. It helps you actually drive the ship. For example, like mine would be branding, marketing strategy, and scaling. Like when I really think about everything that I do, like it, all roads kind of lead back to those three things 90% of the time. And it allows me to stay rooted in that. And so if you were to go and analyze my podcast right now, you would probably see the consistencies in that. You would see that probably every nine out of 10 podcast episodes falls into one of those categories. And it's okay if you have one of these categories that get more attention than others. Or, you know, for example, I put a lot into strategy because it's, I think it's the biggest hole that my ideal buyer has. So that's, that's a big piece for me, like being strategic with your content, with scaling. And so you want to be thinking about that for yourself, creating focus on what platform are you going to be consistent on? And then what are going to be those key pillars for you, those categories? And how are you going to hold your content accountable to that focus? And then those categories should be like, if I came across those categories and I would know instantly the problem you solve. I would know what your business does. And I would understand that in order to know that, then I'm going to know, do I want to buy from you? There shouldn't be any confusion. For children as well. And a few years ago, we were able to start doing this as a family in a fun new way when my husband and I discovered Headspace. Now, Headspace is an app that helps you improve your mental health and clarity through guided meditations, mindfulness practices, breathing and calming exercises, and so much more. The best part about Headspace, I think, is that they have customized, personalized meditations for kids. We actually use Headspace at night every single evening before we go to bed to put our son and our daughter down. And it is amazing. My nine-year-old son has now been using Headspace for over two years and he loves it. What I love about Headspace is it combines scientifically proven benefits of meditation and mindfulness with modern practices through their experienced meditation teachers. And also it's so calming and soothing. Headspace has one of the world's largest library of content with over 1,000 hours of clinically proven mental health exercises. So we love it for our kids. We also love it for ourselves. And Headspace has helped me and more than 100 million people worldwide. And now it can help you too. So listen up. 
You do not want to miss this. I've arranged something very special for a limited time. All of you can try Headspace free for 30 days by going to headspace.com slash influencer. You won't find this offer anywhere else. You must use my link, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash influencer to unlock all of Headspace for free for 30 days. This is not something they normally do, and I highly recommend it. Headspace.com slash influencer. And so I want you guys to go back and just imagine, I, I love that kind of test of like your last 10, 10 posts or your last 10 podcast episodes, right? Would they be clear on what you do and what problem you solve and who you are as a brand and business? And if the answer is no, then now you have some homework. You get to go create some clarity within your content, okay? Now, the next thing that I want to talk about, and I think that this one's huge as well, it's probably one of the biggest... I think takeaways with this whole idea of content strategy is looking at your content and looking at your social media and the way that you're building your audience and understanding the goal. And the goal with, with that is that you should be creating and producing content to call in your ideal customers. So you can look at it this way with the content, like how can I actually solve a problem or give clarity to something that somebody is currently confused on in order to create an ideal customer for my main offer? How is this piece of content going to help me do that? Right? So I'll give you an example. Like one of the things that I do, I, I take an understanding that a lot of times my ideal buyer, they don't oftentimes see when it comes to having a solid marketing strategy, right? Like that could be one topic of mine because I know that that's a big problem for them. But if they had clarity and they could see a path to creating success with their marketing, then they'd probably be able to spend money and make money back, which then means that they become a more ideal buyer for me, right? Because they have the money to invest. So I will actually create a lot of content about giving someone that confidence, giving them that clarity and giving them that support because ultimately, even if it takes a year or two years, I want to create ideal buyers for my company. And so when you look at your content and when you look at the topics that you speak on, the topics that you put out, you have to ask yourself, what are the small micro problems or the small pieces of clarity that I could bring to my audience to actually create, turn my audience into ideal buyers for my offer? And when we look at this, I don't know if Amber's here, but like, I'll just use her like industry as an example. When we look at this model, like in the nutrition space, right? You could think like, what is, what do you think the biggest thing is that's going to hold people back from signing up from, you know, for Amber's 6K, you know, pro weight loss program, right? It's probably going to be the belief that it's not going to work out. It's going to be too hard if they can do it or not that this is a diet, this is a diet or this protocol or whatever, is it going to work? Like what's in it for me? And so her content is going to create that belief that it is possible, which ultimately is going to help her create an ideal customer, right? So I want to kind of talk through this. If anyone has any thoughts or questions about this, because if you can start to really hone in on this for yourself and giving people more of a holistic view. And I'm, I'm going to go through some predictions in a moment of what I also think is going to be like changing and coming through as we go through the rest of the year. But any questions that you have, um, let's see, 
Kate, do you have a question? Yeah, this is so helpful, Julie. And I, it kind of comes right into my biggest challenge, which is that I don't feel like I've called in my ideal buyers yet. I'm in that sort of convincing stage. I loved what you said last time about like, I that my ideal buyer is not the person who doesn't believe that her health, her mental health is important, right? That's not my ideal buyer. So I think I struggle with this um, your little template is so helpful, but I struggle with this idea of how to actually speak about the value of something that's not tangible. And we've talked, we, you and I have workshop through this before, and I could use a little help with this again, right? If you're, if you're selling well, business strategy. We sell the emotion, the desired emotion, I which know. none of that is tangible. Like freedom is not tangible. It's, totally. It's but there's something easier, like, when I've invested happily time and resources in working with you, it's because right. I truly believe that something tangible will come, in, come back. Now, I could speak forever on, on anyone's platform about how much I have personally changed in the work. It hasn't, but like what, what motivated me was tangible, right? What was it? What was the tangible thing that you told yourself would happen? That I was going to build my business and impact more people and make more money. Okay. So then take that and just turn it into what, what would your customer need to know, which, which is tangible? Would they have less stress, like less anxiety? Would they love to be around their families more? Would they all of the, their daughter relationship more? All of the above. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying all of my content, can you say it again with respect to my work? Like, to, so the content would just show my Yes. So if we're in your wellness space, right? Yeah. What do you think is the biggest thing that is going to hold someone back from signing up for, for your program? What is the biggest objection? Uh, it feels selfish to spend money on myself. I should okay, be. So it's, it's the belief that it's not going to work because. Because it takes me away from focusing on my kids. Okay. So then you have to prove to them how signing up for your program actually gets them closer to their kids. Right. Okay. Because that's what they want. So it actually doesn't take away from your kids. It actually brings you closer to them because boom, 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 boom. Because that, that's the, the only objection anyone is ever going to have from saying no to an offer is that they don't believe that it's going to work for them. And then they have all the reasons, all the excuses why it's not going to work for them. And it is your job to know what all those excuses are and to be able to clearly take all those objections and have clear point answers as to why, yes, and you're wrong. <laughs> yes, I see you. I honor you. I hold space for you. And that's not true. And this is why. And there you have it, my friends, a little sneak peek as to what we dive into behind the scenes in the mastermind. And so next steps for you today. Well, one, if this episode resonated with you at all, I would love to know what resonated with you. You can head on over to Instagram, find me at Joel Solomon. Let me know what hit. Let me know what stuck. You can always leave a review here on the podcast iTunes app because it allows other new listeners to get a feel of what they should be in store for. So I always appreciate those. And then, of course, I would love to have you in the Visibility Bootcamp happening live on March 20th. It's going to be happening that whole week. You don't have to show up anywhere live, but it's going to be going down live that week. You can go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to get the info on that. Or... 
If you're ready to be in the room with me and some incredible women to help you grow farther and think bigger and work smarter than ever before and finally start hitting those revenue goals, you can apply for the mastermind. We have enrollment open right now. All you have to do is click that link in the show notes to get that information. Would love to have you inside the mastermind if that feels in alignment for you. And with that, that is our episode for this week. If you know anyone that this episode would resonate with, would support, would help in any way, I would be so grateful if you would send that over to them. And then I will catch you next week, my friend, same time, same place. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.